Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm on the mic with you right now, coming to you live and direct. Episode number 124 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts podcast, the DMST Boys. Welcome back to the show this week. Thank y'all for tuning in, everybody that will be plugging in on this YouTube and everybody that will be joining in throughout the week on our SoundCloud, yes, um, throughout, on our Apple Podcasts, on our Stitcher, on our um, TuneIn Radio app. Wherever, however you get your podcast, we thank y'all for tuning in and rocking out with us today. Playboy, how you feeling? I'm feeling all right, man. Playboy the DJ, Playboy D-A-D-J. I'm feeling all right, man. I'm pretty cool. Ready to get it in as usual, man. Let's get it. All right. Def, how you feeling? Feeling great, man. Feeling awesome. You know, real chill weekend. Feeling good, man. Ready to go. Okay. All right. I feel like that was really, really short this week. <laughs> this is this is uh this is our bye week intro. It's like nothing been going on. We ain't, honestly, I didn't watch a lot of football today. Oh, you want to back one? I got it. That's uh, cool. I, yeah. I'll grab it in a second. We'll okay, in a second. Okay. This is easier for me to get out. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, it's easier for me to. Get out. I feel like I mean, like I said, we didn't watch a lot of um, we didn't watch a lot of football. At least I didn't. I don't know mm-hmm. how much y'all still watch today. I, I watched a little bit. I had some other stuff going on. I'm yeah working on some writing stuff. Oh no, the one in the kitchen out the way. Cause, oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was like hovering over his head and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was it was like this. It was like this. That's on me. I was intending cool. I was intending cool. on moving it before we started no, the show. Cool, Go man. ahead. I'm just, I would have probably looked at them shits and been like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um no, I watched some games, I man. I watched some ball today. Um I didn't watch too 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 much. You know what I mean? But uh, but yeah. You know, um, Brown's not playing. You know, I got a chance to kind of regroup. Yeah. You know, so. Well, we got six games left. Six games. All right. That's six crazy. and oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not get it right there. Yeah, I'm yeah, hoping okay. though. Six and oh, uh, baby. No, I'm hoping for it though. Uh, you know what's funny? It's like I saw the article today. Um, did you? I know you saw it. The Condoleezza Rice thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking. When I first saw it, I'm like, no, this, this shit can't be true. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turns out, I guess it's a touch of validity to it. I don't I, know, man. Yeah, I you think they're gonna reach out to her to like use. I think something her, front office, like yeah, to use her her knowledge because she is on the um co- the college was, football. She yeah, she was on the college yeah. football committee to pick the people to go to the playoffs. So she has football knowledge, but I don't yeah. think Condoleezza Rice is gonna be our head coach. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. You know that, but they be trying to play us and shit. But it's cool. Yeah, I, that's what I hated about the story. See, that's my problem with the Browns. That story shouldn't even have got out technically. Um, because it's just another reason for people to talk about you and ridicule you for no reason. That's the part I don't be liking. But anyway, anyway, really yo, what is, what is, what's up, Veronica? Really, um, nigga? Condoleezza Rice? Kinda, yeah, yeah, Condoleezza. The head, the head, the, 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 the head coach of the Cleveland you know, Browns. You know, like, I, 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 I was... I was <laughs> kinda, no, no, nothing against women. That's so. the thing. That's the thing. People were talking about it like, it's, like it was such a strong possibility. Like, it's Man. never, ever, no, ever going listen, to happen. Let me tell you something. I was watching NFL Live this morning. <laughs> 
kind of in and out. Like I was doing some other stuff when I'm watching it because the Browns ain't playing, so I'm not keenly focused. And it breaking news hit, and I'm like, oh shit, did Tom Brady get hurt? Like, yeah, it said Browns considering Condoleezza Rice as head coach. I said, nigga, what? They hacked the system, nigga. Then Adam Schefter, it wasn't no, because at first I'm like, this is some bullshit. Then Adam Schefter was like, yes, the Browns. And I'm like, hold the fuck up, hold the fuck up. They did that same shit they did to Ryan Burgundy, nigga. Yeah, I, that's the first thing I saw when it when it was Chef D. I said, "All right, it's, that has some truth to yeah, it." Yeah, I'm like, this shit got some validity to it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, rice. we'll get off of that. But I did. People was flipping out for no reason. Like it's not gonna happen. People breathe. And again, it's nothing against a woman or anything like that. It's just that before that ever happens, we won't see it in our lifetime that somebody to coach a head coach like that. But they're gonna have to get to a point that they're actually coaching on different levels to work their way up to that point. So that's mm-hmm. that's all it's up. So for people to overreact the way they did earlier, that was just pointless to me. Anyway, yeah. Playboy, how was your week? It was cool, man. Um, I hate major. that I can't comment on here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Nothing major, man. Uh, nothing major at all. Just regular stuff. I am looking forward to... Excuse me. I am looking forward to this three-day week coming up. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's for damn sure. Yeah, let me what's up. I ain't seen one of those. Now I don't know how long. See, that's the thing. I don't even have a three-day week. Like I'm not even gonna take Friday off because I'm working from home on Friday, and it's like it's pointless for me to to waste PTO technically when I'm pretty much gonna be at home anyway. Um, but I don't know. It's they early. don't give you the day, the Friday after Thanksgiving off. No, no, yeah. they, of not working for the hospital. No, man. And then on top of that. <laughs> and Digest on, that shit and come back yeah, in at yeah. eight o'clock. <laughs> and on top of that, it's like um um. Like the PTO is out of, I mean, it's, we don't even get it off, like off, off. It's coming out of our PTO anyway. Mm-hmm. So every holiday is eight hours anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm just, I, t- I usually take off time right at the end of the year in between Christmas and, and New Year's. So I always take at least a good, a good week and a half to two weeks off, okay. you know. <laughs> Jerry said you hustling the system, nigga. What's up, Jerry? Oh, I should have said good that. Good <laughs> It's a good hustle. It's a good well, hustle. I mean, but yeah, but right. why, why would I take the day off, though? Yeah. I mean, hey, it is what it is. Uh, right. So I'm sorry. Dev, how was your week? Man, you know, you know, I always got the stories, man. I had a good week, man. A couple, yeah. couple, couple things this week, man. So I want to get into right. this. I'm going to start here, though, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, you know, when you have, we have kids, you think about that day, you know, when maybe your daughter going to bring home a boy. You saw or, me look over like, where is this about to go? Let's <laughs> say she got a boyfriend. <laughs> you know, when you're like eight-year-old or something, say, but I get, Little Jeffrey, that's my boyfriend. Your whole world stop or whatever, because you know she becoming a little lady. I thought I had a couple more years with my four year old. It wasn't that. It wasn't you know she ain't got no boyfriend or nothing. But you know what? Given this convo, maybe she. Anyway, so we had to make these feathers for 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 Thanksgiving for her preschool. So we made them. Mm-hmm. So she took it to school, whatever. She had, you know, they put them up on the wall. So I pick her up. I'm like, how, you know, what they say about your, your your feather? It was like a piece of paper we colored, had to cut out. She was like, uh, my teachers loved it. She was like, but I'm not gonna say her name. She's like, but my friend, she said she didn't like my feather. And I'm like, it was just I've never heard my four year old even had like rationalized life like that. And right. I'm like, what? She said she didn't like it. She was like, I don't know why she didn't like it, but on Monday, when I go back to school, I'm going to tell her that was rude. I said, oh, shit. Right. It's starting already. A four-year-old is about to love and hip-hop her way through preschool already. <laughs> my four-year-old, 
My four year old. They gonna do that shit. They gonna, gonna do that shit the same way they did that Biggie video <laughs> with, with Puffin. They was little. Yeah, when they was little. <laughs> they gonna at the when they at the milk and snack with the milks. They gonna sit down at the table by themselves. Right, right, right. She gonna have a conversation with her little friend about why she didn't like her leaf. Right. Or feather for, for, for Thanksgiving, man. That's funny, man. It just it threw me off because I wasn't anticipating having to talk my four-year-old off. Of, and you can't really talk a four-year-old off the ledge of having a convo. Right. Because I was trying to tell her, like, it's okay. You know, other people like this. But this is her best friend, though. Right. She like, but my best friend didn't like my feather, and I feel some kind of way. Right. So it just... I've lost my four-year-old, man. She's no longer with my little baby no more. She's a little woman in the making, man. Right. What is it inside of y'all that, like, I'm, I'm about to get killed. What is, it, what is it inside of y'all that wants to be? Tread lightly. You know <laughs> like, I, I love her every day. We play. We sing songs before she goes to bed. I mean, she's a four-year-old of all four-year-olds. It's yeah. just something burning in her soul that if her best friend don't like her feather. She got to have a conversation with her. They can't even have a full-fledged conversation at four. Right. <laughs> I wish I could record this convo. But anyway, right. that that level of um, of uh, whatever happened, you know, this week. Uh, number two, last thing. I, um, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of unorthodox nigga. I don't mind. You know, whatever. Yeah. People can talk shit about me. I'm unorthodox. So, you know, I was dreading, everybody dreads going shopping for Thanksgiving. I do the cooking, you know. Right. Mm -hmm. Shout out to me because, you know, women, you know, women swear we <laughs> Shout out to women me. swear we don't do shit. <laughs> Niggas ain't shit. I do all the Thanksgiving cooking. Anyway. <laughs> so, like, anybody I dread going to the grocery store. That's, I'm why, that's why we were talking about the delivery and shit the other yeah. week. Yeah. But I'm sitting there. It's like 1230 and I was watching something. I think I was watching the end of the game or something the other day on Thursday. And I was watching, like, uh, NBA, you know, NBA on TNT. And I'm like. Why don't I, I had to do write some shit. I'm like, when I'm finished, why don't I just go to the store? So I ended up going grocery shopping for Thanksgiving at like 2.45 in the morning. It was me, the nigga who buffed the floors, mm -hmm. and some other lady who looked like she just got off work. That was it. I did all my shopping. I got all the stuffing. All I need to get is a turkey and greens because I'm not going to get that till Tuesday. But I got everything. It was nobody in the store. I didn't have to fight nobody. I, it was it was beautiful. I got everything. That is the best time to go in the store. But I, I need to put this out there real quick too. Mm -hmm. I need a plate on Thursday. Um, yeah, for ain't, sure, nobody, ain't nobody invited me nowhere yet for Thanksgiving. I mean, I was, you, we were just talking about it before. You want to like, come through? We eating like three. You know what I'm saying? I got the turkey going. I got the mac and cheese going. I got the greens. I got the yams. I got the cornbread. I got the oh, stuff. You doing it all? all. It's, it's going. Oh you, oh, you cooking? I'm cooking. cooking. <laughs> and I got a cheesecake and a I sweet see, potato pie going. You know what I mean? I see the uh, brother tonight in, in, in the yeah. feed. What's up, brother tonight? MTV, what up, man? Yeah. So, um, I well, I guess I do my week. My week was pretty cool, man. It, nothing no, again. I always say nothing crazy, nothing outrageous. And when it's that kind of a week, it's a good week, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got no crazy stories to tell. I got um O State gear on today because uh, even though they were <sighs> even though they were lucky as shit to win yesterday, yeah. uh, it is the week of Ohio State versus that team uh, up north. You know, we gonna be on Saturday, <laughs> yeah. and as we as we've done the past two years, we will be. Um, just hosting a watch party. Um, this one will be here in Cleveland. It's the first time we're doing it in Cleveland because two years ago we did it in Columbus and then Detroit. last year we was in Detroit. So this is the first time we're doing it in Cleveland. So yeah. um, we're going to be at Chicago Chicken and Waffles. Mm -hmm. um, we got a separate room at Chicago Chicken and Waffles starting at 12 o'clock, but I'll probably get down there about 11, 1130-ish mm -hmm. or so. Yeah. Um, so anybody that's out there that wants to pull up, it's an open invitation to pull up. Come oh, have yeah, some no food doubt. with us. Mm -hmm. Come break bread with us. You know, come... Come laugh and joke. Um, 
what did we say before the show, Playboy? What did you tell me? Um, that was some Hugh Jackson shit. I can't remember. Hugh Jackson uh, used to do that to the Browns real quick. <laughs> Hugh Jackson bum ass. He did it one time. <laughs> They was live in the locker room. And he was like, what did I tell y'all before the game? And niggas was like, huh? <laughs> he was like, I said push. And the niggas was like, oh, yeah. I remember, I remember that. I remember that. I remember now, that. Yeah. Are you referring to this? About it's, the game. It's who we playing? Yeah. And, and yeah. what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. This is the first time oh. that I'm it's really not first, working for me. I was talking. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with this. Yeah. Can I say I'm this real quick? In my team, yeah, nonetheless. Can I say this real quick? Because shout out to, you know, I, I'm a r- ridiculous Football fan, you yeah. know, as you know, uh, Mo is too. But you got some people who, you know, maybe they went to Ohio State or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, public service announcement to anybody that went to Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State is like the chick in the hood that everybody didn't hit. Oh, right. God. You can't <laughs> claim Ohio State as your own. Right. It's the you can't be like yeah that's my girl nigga nigga John Quisha that's my girl now because I hit everybody hit Ohio State belongs to anybody okay from the five one three two one six six one four nine three seven three three zero four it belongs to so, us uh, what you're saying is like the people that are that went to the school hate when people yeah, that didn't they go be, to the they school. be like oh state like they don't the exactly do O H I O I don't agree right. with that but I have had people question me. Like why I like them so much? Because we and from I, Ohio. And I didn't go to the school, and I'm like, because uh-huh. I'm from Ohio. That's that's who you root for. You when can't you claim the hood smut is your girlfriend, nigga. <laughs> Y'all don't go with O State. She go with all of us, nigga. No, no, we not slandering Ohio State. That's not what we doing. Not not at all. Because because we're we're a huge fan. So I mean, right. I'm probably the biggest fan of the three of us up here. I'm not slandering. Um, that's why. Saturday is going to be a nervous day for me when I'm sitting out there because, like, if BJ out there and he gets to talking a little thing, because they, they got a little mouthy last year because they was winning, uh, you know, early in the game. They was up and stuff. So, and I was sitting there with the with, with the face on, you know. But, hey, it is what it is, look, man. It's, it's going to be a good game. Look, usually when I make a prediction, it usually come true. Mm-hmm. So, in keeping with tradition, I'm going to say O-State going to take it. Um, the only reason I'm going to say they're going to take it is because they're at home. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be an environment. It's in Columbus, yeah. But I will say this: mm-hmm. it's not gonna be easy. Nah, and we have not, the not with that. I, I don't want to speak nothing bad because I don't want to look a certain type of way mm-hmm. with other people. That's gonna that's rooting for Michigan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, nigga? We gonna take the victory. Yeah. We lose, we lose. But I will say this: everybody in the feed. More than welcome. I'm looking forward to man, seeing yeah. people, we want man. The whole city yeah, just, like, yeah, come on down up. and chill out, Chicago man. Chicago Chicken and, just, and Waffles, Saturday, Saturday, 12 and o'clock. And I know no. Chicago Chicken and Waffles is a very nice, classy, black-owned spot. It's dope exactly. as fucking downtown Cleveland. So, it's nice as shit. So mm-hmm. we talk about supporting black business or whatever. Yeah. This is your opportunity. Because mm-hmm. DMST is surely doing that. Exactly. Real yeah. shit. And I want so. to, I said that because you have some people who've been like Ohio State fans, you know, since right. like 06. This is what I'm used to. Usually, when I, from me growing up, the, my early origins, it's kind of like why I'm a Browns fan is because when I could first remember watching football, we was in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Like, that's like that, every year. That's my first thought of it. Ohio State, we couldn't beat them niggas in the 90s. The whole 90s was We was getting ugly. our ass whooped. You're right. Whole You're right. 90s. Chucky Woodson, all them niggas, they was busting you, our you, ass. Real man. quick before we move on, you know, do you know what I thought about yesterday as that running back from Maryland kept running up and down the field on us the whole time? <laughs> Tim Biakka Patuka, man. Uh, yeah, Tim Biakka. First of all, I need McFarland in a Browns uniform immediately. I don't know if it was that defense or if he that good, but he looked like the best player on the field. 
Right. Haskins know. was number two. We couldn't stop him. No, yeah. no, that kid. Every time he thought he got the ball, he was gone. So it'll be. It's going to be fun on Saturday. Whoever can pull up, just pull up. We just right. again, we just did an open door. You know, usually we talk it up real big on Twitter, and there's a lot of back and forth going on with our Detroit people and things like that. You know, it. Um, you know, we didn't have any of that this year, but right. You know, as a whole, it's still going to happen. Um, we'll still be there. The room is paid for. All y'all got to all y'all got to do is show up and just come. Bring hang your ass. Yeah, bring your ass. You know bring what I'm saying? Your asses. So, all right. Um, let's do an update real quick on something that happened on one of our past oh, shows. Shit. Yeah, for the people who um, tune into us regularly, y'all know that I guess uh, about a month ago we had mm-hmm. a topic on the show where it was a GoFundMe thing that had happened where. Supposedly, it was a homeless man. <laughs> pickup truck. I'm not laughing. It was, it's no, the pickup truck. I'm laughing because yeah, it was a homeless yeah. man who who the story went. Mr. Thirty Day Bus Pass. Yeah, All he needed yeah, to do was get around. Yeah. <laughs> it was a story where supposedly a, a lady had broke down the side of the road and a homeless man had saw that she had broke down. He took his last twenty dollars in and went and got her gas, and so she got home and she she was so happy and pleased by it that she wound up. Her and her boyfriend or husband, whoever it was, wound up setting up a GoFundMe to raise money for him. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy was a, a army veteran. You know, um, so they wound up doing this for him. So I don't want to look at the comments yet. The nigga said John Queens is the upstanding. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, what's up, April? I see she said hello too. Um, so anyway, this story continues where they raised this money. So when we when we actually talked about it about a month ago, what had happened was that it started hitting the news where the man had got a lawyer and he was suing the couple. Because where the fuck he get lawyer money? Oh, go, go, go I, that's yeah. in hindsight now. In hindsight, it's right. almost like bro, all this stuff. So anyway, he was suing the couple because I forgot how much money they had actually broke him out. They raised almost a half a million dollars, remember? Mm-hmm. And right. the only thing they got him was like a camper. <laughs> <laughs> they got him a camper. And a and they got him, what was it, a 99 yeah. Wrangler? Ford Ranger. Oh, 99 Ford Ranger. Motherfuckers okay. ain't shit. He better be out of half a grateful, goddamn. Out, right. out of half a milli. And then they was taking trips. They bought a BMW. They was living it up oh, off no. that half a milli. You get yourself a BM. And you get these this nigga a 99 Ranger? I mean, yeah. you got to do what you got to do. bought me one. Yeah. <laughs> shit. <laughs> So, Me three. <laughs> so it was in the news this week that the I might and I can't believe neither one of y'all saw it. it was in the news this week that the whole thing was a scam. The whole thing of was set up from was. the beginning. They had met somewhere and they talked about it and they set the whole they came up with the whole idea. And actually, they said in the past the dude had said something like that similarly on his Facebook page in the past. Mm. The whole thing was a scam. And the only reason that it all got found out was because the couple got greedy, and they didn't break them off enough money. Like I said, they got them the, the camper and the Ford Ranger, and that was a 99 Ford Ranger on top of that, and that was it. And so that's why he got pissed, and that's why he got a lawyer, and that's why people started digging deeper. Not only the homeless, he a But the Nick, but money. <laughs> <laughs> How you a homeless snitch, nigga? You got morals, <laughs> but you don't got a front door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is out of control, man. <laughs> what is the world coming to? All right, so you ain't a snitch. All right, so you know Ugh. you know they raised almost a half a million dollars. You ain't gonna have nothing to say about it. Maybe, I, but the saudiness. But it depends on where I'm at in life. I'm Maybe. asking for a different cut. You know what I mean? If because I'm not homeless, but if I'm homeless, I'm kind of taking what I can get. But I feel, I feel it though. I feel it though. I don't know. That's what's hilarious. <sighs> oh, it's hilarious. Oh, go ahead. I'm good. Well, 
this is my thing. This is why I don't get behind GoFundMe's a lot unless I really know the people. Like I know every GoFundMe ba- out there is not bad, and thankfully those people they gonna get refunded their money, mm-hmm. um, you know, right. from the actual site. But oh, that's what. That's messed yeah. Up. The, the people who donated will get their money back. The site, I, you know, they probably got all types of insurances and stuff oh, on them where they okay. can you know, okay. get okay. the money back. But you know, obviously the couple they're going to jail. Um, they've already been arrested. Damn. Um, I think the homeless man was <laughs> you still go to at jail large. from scamming niggas on. It, it's the homeless nigga. He 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 go to jail as an upgrade. The fuck he <laughs> he ain't really got a. You know what I'm saying? But what he got to lose? That's fucked up. <laughs> but I mean, they could have got away with it if they just mm. give him two fifty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. or, or not even two. Oh, they had almost a half a million. Yeah, if you got almost Again, a half a million, give a nigga a hundred. Give yeah. him a cool. Give him a cool hundred. Mm-hmm. He'd have blew that shit mm-hmm. on Newports and bus passes anyway. <laughs> See, man. that was the excuse they used. They, they, <laughs> they, they, <laughs> and bus passes. they said they, they said he was wasting the money on drugs anyway, and that's why that's they, and that's, they said that's why they were keeping the money from him. What these people look like? How many teeth was combined with these three people? Well, they bought him a camper <laughs> in, in a '99 <laughs> Ford Ranger, so uh, five com- whole teeth. It's it's got to be something like that. I don't know. I, I just thought that was funny when I when I saw that in the news week, knowing that man. we had talked about it a few weeks back. Damn. In and it's just crazy. Hey, that keep y'all head up, cause do y'all, would y'all do y'all trust GoFundMe's? No, I don't trust shit on the internet. But I pay all my bills on the internet. So mm-hmm. unless one of y'all niggas need to um put up a GoFundMe or one of one of our peoples in the feed, mm-hmm. not Jerry or mm-hmm. April, because they okay. talking shit about us right no, no, now. They're talking about the gift card. You said you was gonna email. <laughs> oh shit! I we emailed it to you right you, after the show. I just asked you. Like, email you right you, after yeah, the show. You said you was gonna we email it after the okay. show. I apologize. God damn it! She about to roll up on us. If if y'all hear a knock at the door throughout the course of the <laughs> show. We will have it in time for Cyber that's that, Monday. That's go, that motherfucking April rolling up on us. <laughs> we gonna we'll fade the camera to black. Oh, see, that's what it said. It's the year of the scam. Okay, all right. Oh, that's you know what? Fuck y'all. The show is over. Stuff still sitting in her checkout basket right now. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I literally, I, I wish I could post the chat in there. Like, I had just said last yeah, night, like, yeah. yo, did we get the card? And you was like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna grab it and I'm gonna email it. So but I, I was trying to get I, some stuff together. Get all these money. Hey, oh, hold me zoom in. Yeah, all these money. Hold it up a little I, I, bit. I got hold your, up a little bit. I got your thirty dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all these monies. <laughs> Yo, all right, let's let's get into something a little, um, get into a little bit more of the show. Um, I did, did, we'll use this to lead into something, you know, that we're going to be talking about as a whole. I passed on a gig this week. Um, mm. um, it was an event out in Avon. Oh, I thought you meant like a whole job. Okay. No, oh no, not that, not that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, um, you know, like a, somebody hit me up randomly, was it early, I think earlier this week. And um, they were just, you know, left me a message about DJing on uh, on Thanksgiving. I don't want to look he at it. He said, we, we, uh, go for me less shady than DMS. <laughs> <laughs> our, our BBB rating is an F right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> niggas ain't going to be on it. But when we when we get ready to do our next one, niggas ain't going to be on it. Like, it took us three weeks to get our gift card. Oh, damn. <laughs> Hey, MTV Soto, MTV said, April, they gonna get you a 99 Ford Ranger. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shit, it costs less than $30. We gotta make a decision on, what on, we gonna get. On AutoZone dub spinners. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Yo, shit. All right. Um, <laughs> like I said, I saw a pass on something this week where it was a, a gig out in Avon on Thanksgiving morning. Yeah. 
Um, it's a it's a marathon they do out there every single year, which I I didn't know obviously because it's in Avon and none of us are ever in Avon. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but you know, I we had a conversation about it. We wrapped about it for about thirty minutes. You know, yeah. I sat on it for a day or so before I turned it down. And I'm gonna give you my reasoning on it real quick. Right. It's because it was in Avon. Yeah. And what I mean, my thought process behind the whole thing was. This is an event that's going to be 99% white people in Avon. And the music is not a problem. We'll go out there and play whatever music you want us to play. I wasn't comfortable personally with just being in Avon around 99% white people. I mean, I looked up the event. It's a big event. Um, It's a fundraiser event for breast cancer and stuff. I found that out, you know, before I, you know, right before I made the decision. But I just wasn't comfortable with that environment for me i just i personally um and it's going to be a lot of kind of what we talk about on the show today but right i just don't trust people all the time right. and so i i turned that down and 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 you know we had a conversation as far as how much we could have charged them and, oh, and, yeah, no and we had numbers in mind and all that stuff or whatever yeah. um and we, we know what it would have been but a know, lot of factors in that. yeah we talked about it earlier when we was just like how we get into situations sometimes where that comfort, you know, comfortability. That's the, I was about to fuck that all the way up. Right. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. About to, I'm not about to repeat it either. You see, I had to slow <laughs> it down. I'm not repeating it. That it's, word I just said. It's a spelling bee in the room. Right. <laughs> but that's important, you know. And you know, I just wasn't going to be comfortable. Not in the setting almost as much, but almost even in just the transportation to and from or being in the city and having to come out it was just a lot of things that i put into it it's it's funny you say that because i'll be honest just real quick because it's gonna lead into some other things but i knew right away that you wasn't feeling it and see one of the things i know don't be acting like you know me right (laughs) one of the things that i have come to you know reality even through the years and, and especially you know recently is that i know how you are i know when you're feeling something i know when you ain't feeling something but my job is to try to promote um like what what's the one of the first things I told you on the phone when you asked me mm. be comfortable with being uncomfortable get comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah. Yeah. but the reality is this I would like to make it to the gig because the reality is we could get out there and get pulled over right away I'm not making an excuse look I'm just being real it's a, it's the reality of our life it's a lot of reality now if you would have went like I told you I got your back I'd have been there right with you in the cold, whatever, at mm-hmm. the end of the finish line, DJing right with you, nigga. Like every other gig that, you know what I'm saying, that we do. Right, right. But I, you can't be upset with someone for making a decision mm-hmm. and they're not comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I can live with a decision. I tell you this all the time. I can live with my gut telling me this ain't the move for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we did the <clears throat> event uh, for the Battle of the Bands out in Euclid at the stadium, yeah. out there in Euclid at the stadium. And we get 15 minutes in and we are already getting police calls at the stadium because people are complaining about the music at the stadium. Like It's right. obviously an event going on at mm-hmm. the stadium, but you're already getting calls and complaints mm-hmm. there. And right. it's just like, I just personally was like, all right, you know, it's, it was just a personal thing for me. I, I, I wasn't comfortable. I don't know, man. You know, I, I don't know if I'm if I was just wrong for making that decision or right. if it's one of those it's things. Per, it's where, a personal decision. It's up to you. Brother Tonight had a good point. He said you got to get over that brainstorm. You got to get your check. That's a corporate gig. Yeah, I thought about that. I thought it could about lead that. some other shit too. I yeah. thought I, I really did think about that. I think we stuck on Playboy right now, but uh, I thought about that where it's just like you know some just just 
do it, get over, you know, just get over all of it and just, uh, um, just go get the check. But, um, I mean, it's, I don't know, man. It's just a different climate right now. And and for that one, I was just like, I don't know. And and we only met, we didn't know anything about these people either. That's the other part too. Like we met these people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we stuck. No, yeah, it's stuck. good. Um, oh, that's good now. Good. Um, but we met these people on the random down in the flats in yeah. the summer. Because when I called, you knew exactly who the guy was. I'm like, man, who is this dude that's calling me? And you was like, I can tell you exactly who it is. Yeah, I knew exactly who it was. Yeah. I knew exactly who it was. Because mm-hmm. I remember Thanksgiving more. I mean, and this dude was... He was for real. I, that's the first thing I told, bro. He mm. for real, he was for real, bro. It was a random white guy that was down in the flats that, yeah. um, you know, we bumped into him down there and, and him and his, I guess, wife. Yeah. And um, and fine. I forgot where the hell she was. She was um, bad, motherfucker. She was. Um, <laughs> I, forgot where, I forgot exactly where they were. Little, but, pink, um, little pink toe. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I, I get I give what brothers are not saying. It's a corporate gig. Yeah. I should have just did it just to do it. But it's just, and they, again, it wasn't even the fact of just being there, even though I know at a certain point, us showing up to a thing to a thing where it's going to be 99% white at that, they still would have looked at us as these two black dudes that's coming out there to yeah. play this music. And it would have been a question as to why we're there. Yeah. No matter yeah. about why, how we got out there or what, whoever right. it was that made the phone call to get us out there. So I, yeah. that was my thing. But I don't know. Uh, that kind of lead into kind of what we were in a little bit into what we're going to be talking about today. I'm gonna let Dev go ahead and, and kind of yeah. lean into this. And I'm gonna let y'all know when we asked when we asked y'all to send us topics and things like that. This was something that was brought up to us a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. And uh, so just just goes to show that when y'all ask us to talk about something, you know, most of the time, you know, some of the time we always gonna talk about y'all shit. Yeah, you right. Know, most yeah. of the time, some of the time. So, um, this is in particular. Something that I've always kind of been passionate about. We actually they brought it up to us at the the twenty the, the mm-hmm. twenty year thing we did for mm-hmm. class of two thousand, um, and uh, so somebody brought up they had just recently read the Willie Lynch letter, right? Um, and so it was some like I told you I had gone through this I had gone through rites of passage when I was younger. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So um, it was something that I had I had you know kind of researched and stuff like that just because that's they make us do it right. when you do that, right? But um. But there's a lot going on, obviously, in our community. We talk about it. We talk about it all the time. Right. This a war. How do the lyrics go? It's a war going on outside. You know, nobody's safe from. You know what I mean? But we got to understand the tactics of war. We got to understand the art of the war that we fighting. You know what I'm saying? We fighting some 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 real diabolical shit right now. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we sat around the other week and was like, you know, we should we should bring it up as a, you know, we should talk about it on the show, the Willie Lynch yeah. letter. And we like, well, if we're going to do the Willie Lynch letter, we got to do the Willie Lynch letter. You know what I mean? Right. We can't do 10 minutes on the Willie Lynch letter. We got to do. In full disclosure, I, mean? I had never read it. Really? I feel bad because I told somebody earlier I had never read it and she sounded appalled yeah. that I had never a read lot, it. A lot of black support. A lot of people get disappointed. Yeah. But not because, because of, and, and I don't even think it's. Because it ain't like they out here pounding the pavement. For, right. It's just obviously the, the subject matter of it. You would, you know, once you read it, you can't unread it. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't unknow it. Right. It's funny you say that. Quick point. It's mm-hmm. funny you say that. You're absolutely correct, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you know why mm-hmm. that's correct at the end of this. Okay. Or during it, or whatever. But go okay. ahead. <clears throat> so we gonna get into it, man. We we want to have a little healthy discussion. You know what I mean? We gonna yeah. We'll talk back and forth in the in the comments with folks. You know what I mean? Yeah, we definitely. Give us your feedback. We really want y'all to chime in on this one. Yeah, chime yeah. in on it. Let us know what y'all think. But uh, what we really want to do, man, is kind of, you know, look at the talking points and the seriousness. And I, 
honestly, the effectiveness of this shit. Right. You know what I mean? Just the entire concept, how effective it was on us as a people. You know what I'm saying? So basically, in a nutshell, whatever, for people who might not have read it or whatever the case may be, Willie Lynch was a, um, a slave owner from the West Indies that it came over to America to speak to about a group of American slave owners in Virginia right. uh, back in 1712. And he came up with this concept. Um, it was it, it was a strategy to control slaves, to control black slaves. Right. Um, and, um, you know, pretty much to control an entire race of people using subhuman tactics. A lot of the stuff in this was related to how they break Horses. You ever hear, exactly. you know, people talk about it, and, you know, before we get into it, when you talk about a horse, it's a horse. It's an animal. They'll take the horse, and they'll take the lasso or whatever around his neck and put it around a gate or put it around a small tree. Or You know, the horse is strong enough. You you could take you could take the you could take the rope from a horse and put it around a chair, and the horse right. is stand there just because the rope is around a chair. Right. Having no idea, he could just walk away and drag the chair with him. You know what I'm saying? But this concept, they use the same concept um, to control the slaves that they own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, first, so the first thing, man. So the whole thing was to use the, you know, use us against us. Right. Age, color, intelligence, pit the man against the woman. Right. Young man against the old man, light against dark, whatever the case may be. Right. You know what I'm saying? To control black folks. Yeah. And it was something, when they employed it back in 1712, they said this lasts for 300 years. Literally, he said this is something that will last for 300 years, and in parentheses, 2012. The significant part about this for me, and it was crazy we talked about this at at the event we had the other week. Um, we talked about it being a topic, so I, it, it like sparked my brain just to hit Google one time. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there, and I'm like, "Why the hell is everybody a little bit more quote unquote? I hate this phrase, a little more woke, a little bit more awakened now." You know what I'm saying? Right. I did the math. I'm like, "What triggered it?" You know what I'm saying? Because we had Rodney King, we had the Watts riots, we had the Huff riots, we had all kind of shit happen. Mm-hmm. But Trayvon Martin really tipped the scales. Right. Trayvon Martin, Zimmerman, that shit took niggas to a whole nother level. Right. Did the math, looked at it. That shit happened February 2012. Exactly 300 years after the Willie Lynch letter. I thought that was deep when you brought that up the other week, that that was an equal amount of years. Even if, you know, as already as already been put into the feed where um, we can't say if the letter's real or not, you know, I, I know some people will say it's fake. Um like I said, you know, it's the principles of it that we're going to talk about. But mm-hmm. it's amazing that that was supposed to be seventeen twelve, mm-hmm. and that did happen mm-hmm. three hundred years after, and that was almost kind of a lightning rod into a point where it's just it, like, all right, people are really kind of waking up a lot more and right. and saying a lot more and yeah. just paying a lot more attention. Yeah, and 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 you know, I mean, it was. It, and that's that's been I was gonna bring that that's been discussed a lot the validity of it right you know, it first got brought to light by Louis Farrakhan back right. in the late sixties early seventies right so the crazy part of whether it's whether it's three hundred years old or fifty years old the fact that the relevancy of it is still 
today. High today is yeah. is is you know it's something to that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, there's a lot of debates. There's always gonna be debates. There's debates yeah. whether or not, you know, fucking referees throw game. I mean, it's always gonna be a debate right, as right, to right, whether right. or not something is valid or not. And that's a, you know, that's hundred percent real because we don't know. Obviously, what none of us around. Shit, I wasn't even around when Farrakhan first brought it up in the in the late sixties, early seventies. Wow. But at the same time, the things talked about in this letter are legendary in the sense that it completely and utterly Writes a, a a a perfect picture of what's going on today, yeah, in present time. I tell you, um, can we get into it? Yeah, let's go. One thing that stuck out with me was um, was them saying um, crossbreeding. As far as um, I'm gonna get to it. Let's yeah. let's go. Go ahead. Crossbreeding, you know, white, you know, I actually wrote it down. Crossbreed get niggers with good white blood to cause a dark skin versus light skin. Controversy, basically, be- to put them against each other. Real- because it said any good thing, anything in nature tries to correct itself. Right. So even when they try, and we'll get into how the the, the concept of breaking down the black family. You right. and, and that's the real thing. Yeah, go that's ahead. the thing. Because and that's why we gotta we we have to understand. It's a show out called Snowfall. Good show. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to understand the state of the black community prior to 1982-83. Right. You know, prior to the crack epidemic, the hood didn't look like the hood looks now. It was a different time. You know what I mean? It was a different concept. And while the process started a long time ago, the implementation of a lot of this stuff in our present day in the in the mid to late 80s and the breakdown of the black community. Right. That's why I say whether it's 300 years old or 50 years old, the breakdown of the black community with the crack epidemic is probably the most perfect representation of this ever. And I, ever executed in on in human society. Dude, I, this concept. I, I was just telling y'all previously about COINTELPRO Pro mm-hmm. with uh J. Edgar Hoover mm-hmm. and, and back then with the Panthers in Oakland and all this other shit and mm-hmm. bringing in drugs to infiltrate basically infiltrate the the, the, the black community mm-hmm. to cause all that distress and destruction. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I tell people all the time, man. I, I was just telling them early. I'm definitely a conspiracy theorist, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You I'm definitely, definitely a conspiracy the theorist. One. Dude, I, d- I don't want to say too much because nigga, I Something may happen to me tomorrow, nigga. <laughs> but the reality is, I truly believe that they do do things. Absolutely, this shit is too important to be left to well, chance. Yeah, I'm, I'm to kind of go off of your point. Where you talking about? You think people do things to just kind of, um, you know, to make an impact? It's like, like you brought up the Rodney King thing a little while ago. Like mm-hmm. you would have thought that would have been enough to spark. A yeah. huge, huge level of consciousness, around. and maybe it did. I mean, because look, but it did because really. we what was what was Rodney King ninety two ninety two. Yeah, you know. So what were what were we at ninety two? I think I was in sixth grade at, mm-hmm. in ninety two. So for us, it probably was just like a blip on the radar, even mm-hmm. though we saw, we knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. You know, but but the thing is, I had I had brother at that time. My brother had just graduated from high room. I had another brother got out the service. My brothers is fourteen to fifteen years older than me, mm-hmm. so I had a bunch of brothers who. I had a couple brothers and a father. I, my father was like the nigga from uh, uh, Boys in the Hood. We, he was called oh, Furious Styles. Okay, yeah, okay, Furious okay. Style. yeah, right. You know what I mean? He was yeah. one of them. So if it was going down, if if Black Lives Matter uh, existed in 1992, it would have been a couple members in the Reed household. Been, well, I was about to say, yeah, it was about to be going down in the <laughs> Reed household. Go, go, too. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that was my point. It's, I've just, it was amazing to me that that didn't spark a bigger level of consciousness then. But like I said, but like you were saying, when you think things happen, could that have been one of those things where it was just like they are going to show you that we're going to beat this man in the middle of the street 
Mm-hmm. And it does not fucking matter that it was recorded and mm-hmm. that everybody know that these guys should be convicted. Does it matter? We're still going to let them all off. And then you flip that to, to today where it's mm-hmm. like there are people still getting shot right now on damn near on camera. People are getting choked out on camera. All of that. I'm, and it still does go, not matter. Let me go verbatim. Let me go verbatim. Okay. Right. Yeah. Take the meanest, the most re- the most restless nigger, strip him of his clothes in front of the remaining male niggers, the female mm-hmm. and the nigger infant, tar and feather him, tie each leg to a different horse, face the opposite directions, set him afire, beat both horses and pull him apart in front of the remaining nigger. Right. The concept is to make an example of. Exactly. Because what happens is... The woman then begins. We're getting it. 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 But what 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 happens is, you know, the female begins to protect the flock. Exactly. And the example has been made. What happens? You, we can beat a nigga in the middle of the street on camera right in front of you, and nobody goes to jail, nigga. Absolutely. You understand what I'm? So the mama is then. I always I used to tell my white friends this in college because you know it was a bunch of niggas from East Cleveland and Chicago and New York and shit like that with a bunch of hit, <laughs> white white people. Mm-hmm. Like y'all don't understand the conversations we have around the Thanksgiving table. We don't have the same conversations you have, right? You know what I mean? Like we don't talk about the same shit. Like who nah. made the chips? Nah, you know what I'm saying. Right. So, but anyway, but when that's done. The mother's goal then you have convos with your parents and with your friends about. When the police come, nigga, just put both hands on the wheel. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I wonder how many white people have had police pullover police, strategy police etiquette conversation. Like, I, I, I go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go. No, ahead. I was trying to say. I, I just watched this week the hate you give, mm-hmm. uh, and like the early part of that movie is the father, like beating it into his heads, his children's heads of. If you get pulled over, this is what you do. You put you put your hands on uh, on the dashboard. You don't move. You don't this. You don't that. That movie was really really good too. Mm-hmm. I have to say it was yeah. really good. Um, um, so like you said, that's a conversation that only we have. Mm-hmm. That goes into what I was talking about with the the traveling to Avon and things like that or whatever. That's mm-hmm. a different part of town than we normally see, ever absolutely. are in. We right. might ride through it or past it going west. <laughs> right. yeah. You know, when we go into Detroit. I ain't or never or kicked it to Avon. But we ain't ever, ain't ever been no time that we've been like, oh, we're going to go to Avon and go do this thing. Right. And I, and I actually, like I said, I I'm, I'm going to say this a lot. Mm-hmm. Top, you know, points that I, you know, I had written down. Mm-hmm. You know, destroy the black man in front of the black woman mm-hmm. to freeze them psychologically. Mm-hmm. With fear in turn, which makes the woman teach the male, as I flip, mm-hmm. offspring to be weak-minded, but, but physically strong, strong physically. and the female to be independent and strong. Think about what goes on. Think, you ever heard the term? And this is just my taking. You ever hear a lot with the term, and it's just me, a mama's boy? Mm. It's real talk. <clears throat> yeah. And, and and that ties into me after seeing this letter. Mm-hmm. That, that ties so much into it because... The reality is, think about it. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. We get into it, but definitely yeah, I mean, we it's a psychological it. thing because, like I said, Absolutely. take the bo- leave the body and take the mind. Mm-hmm. That's the philosophy behind a lot of this when it came to the black male, as a, or as they say, the black nigger. Mm-hmm. You know, to take the body. I mean, leave the body, but take the mind. Mm. I mean, I, I want to maybe touch on that concept a little bit mm-hmm. real quick. Um, the whole concept of a mom being more protective, you know, and... A part of that 
this whole concept of that letter, a part of that point was the fact that, again, like you said, the mother now raises her son to be strong physically. I'm guessing with the right. mindset of, of no matter what, you always have to fight. Mm -hmm. You have to fight. You right. have to fight. But weak-minded or whatever. And, of course, we see a lot of these principles today. Then, like, then of course, as they said, then you, yeah. you raise the daughter to be independent. And then it just it started a cycle. It, yeah. And, of course, we're talking, again, we're talking about this as if this was the actual mentality. But even if the latter wasn't real, nigga, this was the mentality. This, what I'm saying, regardless, it was it was talked about by Farrakhan in the, in the late 60s. Mm -hmm. He didn't know Lil Uzi Vert was going to be around in 2015. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of when that shit, it's <laughs> right. unbelievable how yeah. spot on the shit is. But go, go Absolutely. No, so I, I thought about something I saw. I don't know if it was this week or the end of last week where um, Dio Hewley was on The Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. And he got to one point in his, in his conversation with them where, because uh, it was only Charlemagne and Angela there, and, okay. uh, and he was talking about... Um, the way he was to me, it was it was about I think kind of went over people's heads. So people took it the wrong way. He was talking about the importance of the woman and the shaping of a man because he made the comments of at sixteen, like when you're in those formative years, basically when you're still in high school. If you as a woman are sitting there saying that, hey, the guy that's in Glee Club or and this name what he used, but mm -hmm. but just like basically the guy that's that's doing the shit in school, the guy that's smart and these mm -hmm. or whatever. If these were the guys that y'all got behind mm -hmm. at that age, that we would be in a much better place. Yeah. But because of the fact that you went for whoever it was you went for, let it be whoever, the dope boys mm -hmm. or, or whatever, just the, the all-around athlete or whatever, that set a tone early on yeah. that, that you know, these were the people that, that you need to aspire to be. Because, and I know I say this all the time, and, and I mean... I, I don't want this to come off as it's so much pressure on women at like because I know women say this all the time that that there's so much pressure on them. I mean, there was that video that came out this week about the guy or whatever, and, and his wife had to birth them and all that stuff, which is the dumbest shit I've seen in a long time, too. Yeah, right. But um, but I know it's a lot of pressure, but I thought it was a little val validity in that. It was a lot. Um, uh, but I think it went over people's heads. It goes it, back I, to the cross I don't, yeah, I don't I don't yeah. think I don't think it was meant to say that it's all your fault or your responsibility, but I think it's just a thing where it's not even just women, where it's almost like the community. If you get behind a person at a young age to mm -hmm. say, This is what you need to be you need to be doing, this is who you need to aspire to be, I think that changes a lot of mentality. Because right. it, it go, the cross breed thing you was talking about, the whole concept of yeah. that was to to convolute the, the the thought process it's all psychological and here is is they talk about if you tell the slave it's our crops and we got to save our crops then they start aspiring for the shit that you want even though it's not theirs so the niggas is selling dope you create these adverse conditions in the hood where it ain't shit in the hood you create these adverse conditions and then you perpetuate all this shit on tv all this, you know, glitz, glamour, you should have this, you should have that. This is on sale. Black Friday. You got to go here. It's commercials for Disney World. Well, how the fuck else am I going to get that? There's only one nigga in the hood that got money. This nigga's studying. These books can't buy me these J's. Mm -hmm. So you begin to try to figure out how do I get their crops when really we don't need, we get to a point, we begin to understand once we get older in life, we don't even want, we don't desire that shit. And we never really did desire that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and that's what Angela got to a point on that on that show with Dio, where she was like, well, I think that's what we do now. You know, we get to a point that we get tired of that. And that was his point, though. It was mm -hmm. like, you get to a point that you get tired of it when you're, what, 28 or you're 30 or you're 32. But 
again, I think it's not even just the woman thing. I think it's a community thing where at some point you got to you got to start putting your arms around people at a younger age and pointing them in a better direction because anything that's wrong in the black community is not going to turn over or not going to turn around overnight. It's going to take groundwork. It's okay. going to take a, it's going to take a, I've, I think I've said on the show before, in my opinion, I think a big step of what people need to do in our community is we need to start pointing people in different directions. We need to start mm-hmm. pointing somebody out and say, no, you're going to go be a doctor. Mm-hmm. No, you're going to go do this and you're going to go do that. And then we need to stay on on the beat at the same way the one nigga from the hood comes up and he can play ball and and we protect that we, one nigga we, we keep him from the streets man. and we tell him not to you know no nah, go ahead and get away from that or whatever the same way we do exactly that. Can, okay that's the point then we okay vi- we can visibly see it you know what i mean we mm-hmm. can man and, and in reality too you know what i what i get from this whole willie lynch thing man you know how everything has a common denominator mm-hmm. all of this is built off of psychological man mm-hmm. That lets and I've been lately just peer, you know, just periodically rather, mm-hmm. just thinking about mental, 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 mental. Mm-hmm. If you don't instill things like like Brainstorm just said, if you don't start early and instill things, or if you do instill negative things in your child, in the environment they grow up in, or different things, that's what they're gonna tend to be. But if you instilling them. Different, even be case in point. It's real, man. Case in point, we always talk about having fathers Mm -hmm. in our lives. Now, I could say a million fathers that wasn't around their kids in my in my hood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could say it. But the point is, when you have someone there and examples and people pushing forward and, and putting the right things out there, it's all a mental thing, man. You have to really, really go to work on that. You know, as far as the environment and and the kids, man. Like for real. it's crazy you keep hitting on the mental because you, you brought up the John Gray stuff from earlier this week. Mm-hmm. It was one part in here, and it's the thing. And we also we we always gotta preface stuff nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, I love my mama, you know what I mean? My wife, I love I love strong black women, you know what I mean? Women in general. I don't, you know, whatever the case may be. Black, white, Asian, Latino, I don't care what. But the concept one of the strategies in here. Right. It's say you got the nigger woman out in front of the nigger man. And he's behind her and scared. This is a perfect situation of sound sleep and economic progress for the slave owner. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, what he, what he said on here, before the breaking process, we had to be alertly on guard at all times. So what he was telling them was before we broke the man, they they blew it. They forced themselves against the status quo, mm. but we broke them. Mm. Right. We broke them. So now they're behind the woman, which is no problem. Right. But we got to understand the society we live in, and we can we can be mad at it and fight it, and 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 a lot of that shit needs to change. We was joking around about Condoleezza Rice. Right. We need more shit like that. Right. But we live in a world where if our men are always playing, if our men are playing a black background or being carried by women. Yeah. Then we gotta be- understand that our livelihood, our race as a whole, is a step behind. Yeah. Not it's just, it, we we have a better step forward because our women are stronger, but we need the men to be either right there with them. Catch up. We, that much stronger. We can't have we can't have scared weak men. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was one of the questions I wrote have down. It, man. That's one of the questions I wrote down for y'all um, to ask on here. It's just. So how much more pressure? And I don't, I, I don't know if it's if it's pressure is the word, but you know how much more 
does it mean or show that as men, especially as black men, you have to step up and be a lead, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, you see all the stuff going back and forth online and people talking about men wanting women to be this and women want men to be that or whatever. But how much is it just when it comes to community things, just when it comes to talking about our black community as a whole, how much is it important for us? Or do we see, do you think people even see how important it is for us to step up and be stronger as men to be those leaders? Well, absolutely. I mean, think about it. J- Justin Brown made a good point, man. The negativity becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy if you let it. Mm-hmm. Everything is, dude, mm-hmm. I, I keep reiterating this. Everything is fucking mental. Mm-hmm. If you believe it, mm-hmm. if you allow it to affect you, mm-hmm. your mind, you, that's what you're going to be. Personal example, when I was diagnosed with high blood pressure, mm-hmm. I just absolutely thought that every time I took a fucking pill, I didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. I kept telling myself, I don't feel good. And you know what? The body do whatever the mind do. That's why, hence, Willie that, Lynch says, leave the body, take the mind. Mm-hmm. That's talk. the reality of it. And that's what happened to me. I started believing all the fucking time that I wasn't feeling good. Until one fucking day, I was like, you know what? I remember. I it feel was, just fine. Remember the, you remember the time? It was a point in your life that it's like you was always running to the ER. I was, I was like, going I'm to cool. The ER like, like, because mentally, I think you was like, if you felt something in the. In, Dude. I, I remember you telling me one day, like, yo, if something fell off of me, I'm going. Dude. And it's that. It's that easy. If you are mentally weak, at that point, I knew mentally I was weak. Because whatever, you know, of course, you know, whatever the, the mind do, whatever the mind do, the body going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can sit up here and say, you know what? My fucking foot hurt. And I guarantee you, in about 10 minutes, my fucking foot going to start hurting. Because that's how strong the mind is. Mm-hmm. Everything is psychological, man. Everything. So, hence, I believe in subliminal messages all the time. Mm-hmm. So, these commercials with Black Friday and commercials yeah. for this and that. Yeah. Best believe, nigga, I always, I've said this plenty of times on the show and I'll say it again. Nigga, I always take it back to Zachary Morris and subliminal messages don't say about the bill. Mm. He made a song. It was it was a tape with, with with music, but behind the music was a motherfucker saying, go do this. Mm-hmm. Go do, I believe in that shit, man. Mm. Like, for real, you never know. It's plenty of studies out there that show that you know all mm-hmm. that's that's why you that's why people do marketing mm-hmm. that's the reason why yeah, it happens market research yeah i mean it's and it, it is all mental it's it's as simple as watching the tv show and seeing somebody having a drink that you're like yeah. oh i should go pour a drink or watching the tv yeah. show and seeing somebody smoke a cigarette and then that's when you get that urge you're like man i should go smoke a you know what fellas it, yeah it's girl, all, everything in life is mental your girl I don't, your cousin your mama your friend whoever sit with sit with a female that you cool with in your life yeah and watch commercials yeah you, if if people don't believe that one, there's a difference between men and women. There's a subliminal messages. Just mm-hmm. watch the commercials. Right. That I can sit around and my girl will be like, "Ooh, that ooh, that's not." I've never some of these commercials I've never seen before. Right. I've never seen some of these commercials, but literally, literally, certain stations. Play certain commercials for certain audiences. That's not done out of like. That's not done by mistake, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know what MTV had a good point too. And I get what he's saying. He said, you know, Playboy, it ain't just the power of the mind; it's the power of the tongue too. Absolutely, you can speak things into existence. That's absolutely true. That's true. But in order to do, to do that, you got to think it first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's so it goes, it goes, it goes hand in hand. Like absolutely. That's just like everything we do in life right now, where you know you see so many people talking about being positive and not being negative and focusing on the negative because 
I mean, it, I if people don't see it, and and I've said it before on the show how it took me a long time to get to that point. Yeah. But when you wake up being negative, or you expect the negative to come, or you expect the bad to come, that's that thing that you're drawing to yourself. That yep. shows that mental part of it. Shows why that psychological that they were talking mm-hmm. about was so important because they knew once you start thinking it. Or what it's a cycle. You wake up every day thinking something's gonna be bad or something like that. So think about that on the small scale of your day. Right. Now let's let's put this, let's indoctrinate this into your every your thinking for your whole life. About this is how it's gonna be. Now as you said, as as the letter said, you can't as a man, you can't be weak physically. Or you know, you you have to be strong physically. Mm-hmm. Fuck the mental. Or whatever you got to be strong in all these things. It's just you know what's crazy. My bad. I'm sorry. For no, go. No. You know what's crazy. Talking? You know what's funny. Yeah. We got to watch. My, my father, another saying he used to always tell me. Yeah. Keep your eyes and ears open and your mouth shut and you'll get all the answers you need. Right. We, we'll laugh and joke because our, our fellow Caucasian brothers uh, have on some khaki shorts, a yellow shirt, a fanny pack. They got the damn half moon hair with the bald in the middle, middle. hair on the side. Mm -hmm. They driving a minivan, fat ass wallet with a bunch of business cards. We the ones walking around dressed like we about to go and be in a goddamn Lil Wayne video. Yeah. Mm Just you, to go, you understand what I'm just to go to the corner store. The whole concept. Hold on, Dave. You kind of looked at me when you said them shits. Like, is it because I got <laughs> That's this? A dope ass hat. <laughs> it is a nice little no, hat, but... though. But the only thing dope about the cash <laughs> shit. But right. um, but no, but I'm saying like we we so believe this concept of masculinity, we've bought into it. Right. But the people, the the power brokers on this earth, don't ever wear Fendi belts and shit. What are you? What are y'all doing? Yeah. I mean, we see that all the time. We see those. People talking about it online about how you know uh, the Warren Buffetts or whoever else you know they are the most normal looking people all the time. You ever seen Mark you know, Zuckerberg? You ever seen a picture of Mark Zuckerberg? Jeans, mm-hmm. an old ass T shirt, you know this and that. You know we, but you gotta in that sense you also have to kind of blame the people who I guess in our community that we looked up to, yeah, yeah. which were either the drug dealers or on a bigger scale the people who were in the rap vi- who did the rap videos and all that shit like that because that's what they did in the videos. Yeah. So it's like you said that's what we see all the time. Real, there should be no Fanny text. <laughs> <Slip> TV. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sir. Yeah, sorry TV. We, but no, we, we know but, you rocked the, the Fanny Pack. But, but no, it really is. And it's not wrong with that. That, that means MTV really out here making moves because yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah. real talk. Right. That's real talk, man. But it goes back to it. It goes back to controlling the mind, like you said, man. Yeah. You got to control the mind. And this is something that I, that I derived from uh, the Willie Lynch too. Um, and tell me how y'all feel about this. Mm-hmm. Distrust is stronger than trust. Oh, it's way stronger than trust. It's way distrust. Let me. It does, trust doesn't invoke an emotion. If I walk in a room and everybody's sitting down, I could get lost and be thinking about fucking. Lilies and fanny packs and flowers and Laffy Taffy's. I can think about anything. Let a nigga be like, hey, I think that nigga over there got a gun. He about to shoot this bitch up. Your whole, it fucks with your... Your whole, yeah. Distrust will fuck you up. Distrust will make you make fucked up decisions. Absolutely. Distrust leads you to look at people a fucked up kind of way, even though shit ain't ever really happened. This it makes you paranoid. That's why the key to the whole thing was we have to make sure that they distrust each other more than they trust us. That's the key. Exactly. Niggas and, don't and fuck see, with other and, niggas. And I, and, I, and I was just about to say, but I was just about to ask, doesn't our hood 
Isn't that what makes us not trust people? That's I mean literally it's it's a we're it, it should, we, we are a right a byproduct of but our it's, but it's a mindset we shouldn't be that way it should bond us right have you ever in it, some ways it does in some it ways always, it doesn't no it does no, let me tell you why you ever been on a team that was shitty but you mm-hmm. practice every day with them yep and y'all maybe was one and seven but then was your brothers it bonds you. Like this shit talks about, like you was talking about with the crossbreed. They right. talk about fucking with the mental. Going through adverse situations should bind you. Your brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. we all grow up poor. You love them, niggas. We all go to Shaw. Niggas like, why the fuck y'all fuck with Shaw? Because Shaw ain't shit. And we know it ain't shit. But we love each other. We love the community. It should bind us. But even the way they do us with the word nigga. No matter what, they'll try to throw some shit in the pot. Y'all shouldn't say the word nigga. That's fucked up. And then walk away and leave us to argue about the word nigga. We the only people that's even saying the word. They don't even say the word. But they'll drop a bomb. A white person will drop a bomb. Or a white person will lead a Stephen A. Smith coon ass nigga to drop a bomb. And say niggas, we shouldn't say the word nigga. And they'll just walk away. Right. They don't even got to say the word nigga. And they'll leave us to argue with each other and then we'll, over some shit that we only say to each other. And then we'll proceed to argue about it for an hour straight. And be mad at you because you want to say the word nigga and I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? It's, it's crazy, man. It should. But growing up in the hood around crack infested communities should bond us for life. It should bond everybody in the community. Especially niggas that made it out and got families and kids and jobs and aspirations. It should. But it don't. I'm trying to catch up on some of these comments yeah. because, yeah, because we ain't gonna be able to. <laughs> we're, we're not ignoring the comments. We know we got, got it. Totally right. Yeah, I know. I love a little bit of you and know, it's, it's them a talking to each other. But yeah, go ahead. No, you got something? No, I was I was just picking. I, mm-hmm. I forget exactly what you just said. It was probably few few the minutes. But, shit. but like 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 I've been saying from the beginning, keep the body, destroy the mind. Mm-hmm. Take their will and ability to resist. That's man. that's real. If you if you really sit back and think about it, always, that's real. I always say this about shit. People will say like I'm working on my relationship, or but niggas will say I got to get. I don't feel like going to work, but niggas don't apply the same hunger and drive to working on their relationship that they do to go to work. You get up and right. go to work when you don't feel like it, but it's fuck that bitch. But the <laughs> word is still the word work is still there. It's the primary word. Whether I'm working <laughs> on a relationship or I got to go to work. I got to do either one. So the actual word resist, what is the number one reason they killing niggas? Why are you resisting? Why are you resisting? Shout out. And that's deep. Shout out, shout out to did, my did, homie, Cherise. Real quick, shout out to my homie, Cherise, and, and her husband. I don't know if you saw that shit on Facebook. I, about to, I, about, I was just about to ask, did we see the video yeah. that was on Facebook in East yeah. Cleveland yesterday? That shout I, out to my I, nigga right there. I yes. shared it on my he Facebook. He was at the thing on Saturday. He was okay. there on Saturday. So that was, that's who, I mean, yeah, I, that was, I didn't recognize who it was, that but. Was husband, man. But. Yeah, so what's the number one word? It's it's, it's on uh it's on my Facebook. Did you share it too? So I know it's probably on yours if yeah. you shared it, but I know I shared it on mine. I don't know mm-hmm. if even did you see the video? I, no, I don't even think I shared I, it because yeah. I think yeah. every nigga East Cleveland shared it. Yeah, but essentially it was um What was it? Dude got pulled over on oh, Taylor. On Taylor, right right by right by Forrest Basically base yeah. I think it was. Oh, no, I, no, I Taylor. Not Lee. So I think oh, okay. I, I think bad, it was closer to Taylor bad. and uh, Tears. I think it's like real, bad, getting bad. real close to that intersection. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the trees right there make you're it look right, like Forest right, Hills. Right, right. um, but anyway, he got pulled over. And so he was just basically questioning the cop as to why he was pulled over. And he was trying to pull his license out. I will admit it was taking him a long time to get that license out. But he kept saying it was hard to pull out of his wallet. And I know if you got plastic on something in your wallet or whatever, like if it's if your license is in a spot where it's plastic over it or it whatever, and, and you sit on it, nigga, it's hard to pull that shit out. 
What you about to show? Oh, yeah. I'm like OJ, oh, nigga. I'm like OJ, nigga. Yeah. Yeah. So to get that out of there. Let me get, let me get, let me get. Nigga. Let me get I it is. It's, it's hard for me to pull out. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So he was asking questions as he was trying to get his, his, his lifestyle. And then basically the cop said, you know, I clocked you doing this. And he was he like. No, he didn't even clock him. He said, I saw you. I visually think you were speeding. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> visually. And, what the, and he it, said, I, I visually yeah. think you were speeding. I ain't surprised, yeah. though, at all. I ain't so, surprised. And so, you know, he was just like, well, you didn't even clock me. And I remember a long time ago, my uncle used to tell me, put my uncle's a little, one of my uncles is a little they crazy. They got to clock you, So bro. he was, so I didn't, I didn't really listen to him when he told me. He was like, if they tell you that they clock you at a speed, they should be able to pull the gun and they show you. They got to. This and that. But I didn't want to listen to that uncle because he a little nuts. So. No, but they got like, to. That's sorry, why they can uh, have the cameras out and no police officer around. All they got to do is clock Because they got to show it, yeah. Exactly. They got to show it. Yeah, got to show it. Yeah, but anyway, so that happened. And then ultimately they wound up, uh, you know, because the guy was just like, yo, uh, I, you're not gonna do this to me. I got my son in my car. You know, basically he was just saying, "Can you show me yeah. where you clocked me and this and that?" And you know, an officer basically just went straight to stop resisting or whatever. Like that is their favorite fucking word because right now. He the literally key is to get us. He to stop literally jumped right to the shit. Listen, Why are you resisting? Can it's I like, say this real quick? A I'm, question. A, I'm sorry. Let me say this real quick. Mm-hmm. A question is not a resist. I know people say all the time. You know, white people love this. Oh, or not even just white people. Other people love this. Where it's just. Okay, well, this happened. If they said this to you, why didn't you just do it? It's like, but a question is not resisting. I, I think as a citizen in this in this country, I think you have the right to say, hey, why did you pull me over? Well, can you show me? Mm-hmm. I remember getting pulled over once in South Carolina where the cop, you know, he came up to the car and he was just like, yo, your tail light is out. And I asked him, I said, I said sir, that's fine. I, I, I get that. I'm like, but. I didn't know it was out. Do you mind if I take get out the car, take a look? He didn't have a problem. He mm-hmm. said, sure, go ahead. And I went back there. Sure enough, it was out. Mm-hmm. But I also remember one time in Cleveland Heights coming from one of my ex's houses at like 2, 3 in the morning where a cop rode past me. And I said in my mind, as soon as he rode past, I said, he going to spin around behind. We already know. when, yeah, it, like, know We know it in our bones yeah. when it's going to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. Right. And he spent right around, pulled me over, coming down the hill. It's like, oh, your, your, your plate light is out. And, I, and so he just checked my shit, ran my shit. Of course, I was good. Mm-hmm. I get home, I, I get out the car and look. Of course, the plate light is on. Mm-hmm. So I know it's bullshit. That's why I asked the cop down there if I can get out and check. So to me, a question is not resistance. It's not. I'm sorry. Well, no, you real talk. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is this: you got to learn this. They can pretty much do whatever they want to do as whatever far as the fuck they want to do. Because man. reality is this: what they wanted to happen, what they wanted to happen by telling you that your that your license plate was out was to get your information to see if you had any warrants. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's the main all thing. It ever the main is, yeah. thing is to, is to get you and and take you to fucking jail. That's the rea- That's why they pull you over. Nigga. I don't think people. And, and I feel, and I'm, I don't want to go too far on the um the conspiracy theory. Yeah. Oh yeah. I believe it. A hundred yeah. million. I don't think people under. It's so crazy. I don't even like to talk about it because I think people will think I'm crazy. I think I'm starting to. Eat, I'm I'm such a conspiracy theorist now. Listen, and, and especially after reading Willie Lynch, I'm starting to question whether niggas really been on the moon. <laughs> hey man, let me go there. There we go. No, we're not going there. That was their brainstorm apartment. They moved all the they moved all the they couches the out the way. Put these big ass yeah, lights. Yeah. I don't know, nigga. Hey, a plane can take out, off. They had a nigga come out like this. Uh one. <laughs> a plane okay. took off, nigga. But how do I know that they was up on the moon? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's that deep. Like, for real. You you start believing anything, man. Mental. Before before MTV cut us, because he said that we was was able to have the dopest conversation on, on like, the black, uh, what was it, uh, uh, TV shows or whatever, black family shows. 
Uh, he was like, uh, if we can't get to the comments, then whatever. But anyway, we so we're gonna get to a few of them for you, MTV. Well, he said, if we can't, it ain't no big deal. No, no, and I know, and I know he's joking because he said, you know, he he said the LOL or whatever. But um, April made a, a point earlier, mm-hmm. just a little bit, a little while ago, up up further up, where she said that uh, um, people keep looking forward. They don't reach backwards, just like EC and other hoods. You know, we quit to say how you know how sad the demise is, but who's helping? Because I remember I was going to ask y'all one day, um, like, how do we give back? Like, we're all no matter what. I mean, I, I know we're all EC people. You know, the three of us, but not everybody watching our show is. So, how do we give back? I, I mean, I, I thought about that before. You know, where I mean, okay, we, is- we talk about so much bad that's going on, and 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 how fucked okay. up a lot of shit is. And it's not just our hood. We grew up in EC. But it's not just our hood. Some of the hoods that y'all grew up in, going to, going to the hood schools that y'all went to, is just as fucked up as EC is. It's a minor. So let's let's have this conversation now. Let's do this. Yeah, let's um, let's, let's do this real quick. Um, I I tried. Uh, well, I started some a couple years ago. Well, about a year and a half ago, called Project EC Clean or whatever. Um, to go around to some of the different. You know, we got different wards in East Cleveland or whatever. I don't, I don't know if people know that. I was just gonna pick certain areas. You know, get donations and clean them up or whatever. The problem you run into is a lot of bureaucracy stuff, a lot of political stuff. We 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 got to understand this. The, we're in the middle of a game, and it's like you know, it's the is we're the Browns. It's the bye week is week ten, and we're three six and one. Okay, we're probably not gonna be able to save everybody and go to the playoffs. The key to me is to change the narrative. There was nobody telling me this shit when I was 16, 17, 18, outside of my parents. And you know, you you know, you think they're just telling you shit that, you know, to, to get you young. to do some shit. Mm-hmm. We need we're gonna have to understand that we might not ever see the fruits of the labor. It might be our kids, kids, kids to see the fruits of the labor. We got to be selfless and understand we gotta do groundwork. We gotta try to change the narrative. We can't go in the hood and clean up the hood. Because you'll have homes in different areas, different land that's owned by either a company or the city or some shit like that. And they don't want you to touch their fucking land. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to clean up shit. They don't want you to come touch nothing. You just made a great point. We may not see it. We might not see it. Think about Dr. Dr. Martin I, I, may, I, I just thought of it. I may real not get shit. to the mountaintop. What was, was the one thing he said? I may not get there with you. Real shit. It's real and shit. how many? How old? When, when was that? Like, and how old are we? Come on, man. Come on now. I said, come on. You know how niggas do some filler words. You can't remember the, the year. What was that, nigga? Come on now. I know that. Nineteen uh, sixty. Uh, shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Five. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. <laughs> I'm there with you. Right there with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, but yeah, that that was a that's good real point. talk. I mean, I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I think I don't know if it's a whole lot. We there's minor things we can do. We can try to pick some different wards, clean them up. Whatever the case may be, but we're going to have to lay the groundwork. This is the thing we're fighting. We are fight. We are probably when we really think about it. I was talking. I talked about this in college. We might talk about this a little bit last week too. But I have conversations. We talked about this on the show last week. I have conversations with my mother, my mother and my father. When they took trips, had to drink out of the 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 colored. Water fountains. Water fountains. Oh, yeah. No doubt. You know, they had to go to the colored bathroom. My parents. You know, not like my great-great-grandmama, Earl, Gene. No, nigga. My parents. Mm-hmm. The people who birthed me. I am a gen- We are a generation removed from the fuck shit. 
We got to understand. We're nigga when when we get when we done. Y'all understand when we get done. You know we get life insurance shit at our job when we done. If we when we die, we all gonna die. You know our kids gonna get like a couple hundred grand. Right. You understand if, what I'm if, saying? If we got the coverage, and but I'm pretty sure yeah. we all responsible niggas. I'm responsible I got enough. Yeah, I got sure. Exactly. Yeah. But we're but the my, beginning. My parents did that for us when we were kids. Exactly. So they they started exactly. a policy when we were kids, and I just yeah. took it over. We're as I got the beginning from like 1970 on, like 1970 ish mm-hmm. is the beginning. We gotta understand we're sacrificing ourselves for the future generations. Of I want to give our government last names for the but for the lineage of our families. Mm-hmm. We're the beginning of it. Yep. They're going to benefit from the shit in the year three thousand. Yeah, it, it's just it's just that fucked up. You have the like the Trumps and, and the Bushes. They, they come from the Kennedys. They come from money. old dirty money. money, money, you know, money. Like money, money. They they was born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Right. We're creating right now. We got like a a, a little brass spoon. We creating our silver spoon. Yeah. No, we got a rusty. spoon. Yeah, we right got a now, rusty man. spoon. But we trying to create it. Right but we got to understand that we creating this shit for the future generations. And we got to understand not that we not we not, not gonna fight for it or not have these kind of conversations to try to pull some shit together to figure some shit out now. But the full fruits of the labor ain't gonna be. Able able to be honestly felt until we pass on and somebody reading our will and we will in the house we own and the, the land that we own and the stock options that we own to the people who we love in our life and then they can take it and flip it and add it to theirs and do that shit and by the year 3050 now I don't give a fuck my last name the Reeds is now living you know what I'm saying right. but that takes my brother who's the first doctor in our family Dr. Dan Reed to do that and, and set that shit up and it take me to follow my, that's that's where we are right now and we gotta and, and, then, and then you set that example for your kids we, exactly and now they see something different like, exactly like, and, and even a question and, now, and you know what's crazy real quick you know what's crazy mm-hmm. you probably, when you have kids it's so crazy how switch you, how quick how quickly you can flip the narrative like for my parents drinking out of water fountains out of colored water fountains to us and was growing up in the hood my kids couldn't t- explain Hood struggle, like uh, you know, we right. ain't got no gas, and we was eating noodles. They would look at me like, "Nigga, what the fuck is you talking about? Right. What's wrong with my you? daughter?" Roll over, like, "Can I have another toy today?" You know what I'm saying? Like, you right, don't get right. toys every day, cause you know what I mean. Right. But the, the, it switches like that when you rate when you see, when you give them the right. But message. see, I think that shows the the steps of growth. You know, even though they may be small or for some people, they may be larger. I think that shows kind of your steps of, um, of growth. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. He said, I give all three of y'all last names. All right. niggas named Johnson. Right. <laughs> uh, I, I think it shows the steps of growth. I mean, I mean, we can all talk about some some stuff that don't happen in our homes no more. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like Real I remember shit. growing up. Nigga, heat wasn't coming on until probably about Christmas. Nigga, we was plenty of mornings we woke up where the oven was on or some shit or whatever. Just you know, just little shit or whatever that don't that we don't do now Mm -hmm. or whatever. I think those are those small incremental steps that now your daughter, you know what I'm saying? Your daughter and your son ain't gonna see that now. So now when they grow up, Mm -hmm. it ain't even gonna happen in their home. Yeah. Like there's some shit like we last week we (laughs) talked about the small thing about how you sit and you don't have no lights on in your house. Yeah. And I said the same thing. I'm like, yo, because in my home growing up, (laughs) nigga, if you wasn't in the room, you turn off the lights. Real shit. So now I'm doing the same thing. (laughs) 
I'm so, sorry. Someone, someone That's so funny. You did. You yeah, can can I tell you? And, so and now I, I think it's incremental. And now I live in the now. house. Now I live in the house where my daughter today was eating lunch. That she was eating lunch. She had a tablet on the stand to play Roblox on, and a other tablet with YouTube Kids on it, so that she could watch TV. She had. She. I'm like, I don't even think you understand how hard all that is. Like I, used to, <laughs> I grew up in a home where I, I, I at, I would. at one point. When we was younger, younger, we used to have to get my parents' TV out their room on the weekends to play our video game because oh, we couldn't man. even play the video game during the week. They wouldn't and don't hook it up in the living room, nigga. nigga that, never, I took an ass when we fucking my Nintendo up in the living room. Well, you did it when they went home. Yeah. You was sneaking through. My it father got home early. My shit was in the living room. I got that ass thrashed. You hear me? <laughs> no, but I, I, just, I just think that's what it's about. That we've evolved now. I think that's it's all right. incremental. So now we've evolved and we've done better things, mm-hmm. and now we're providing better for our children, and they're going to provide better for mm-hmm. their children growing up. Yeah. But it's just on us, and it's on us to have that different mentality. Yeah, I, too. You know, so I, I think that's where a lot of it starts. And the reality is, like you said, kind of bringing it in as far as the Willie Lynch letter, mm-hmm. is that that does not have to be us or the generations that come after no. us. Mm-hmm. We can we can we, we can take things from it to make us mentally stronger mm-hmm. to not fall into the trap of some of of garbage like this. That they want us to do to control the mind and be who they want us to be and, and operate how they want us to be. We are not slaves this unless is, you mentally become a slave. My nigga, you know what? You you if Playboy just put a fucking <laughs> bow on this shit. This because literally he, without no, he did. This is the last thing in the letter. Yeah. The for example. So I'm, I'm going to just read the shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, then, and we and can then, talk about it. And then we'll wrap it. We'll wrap it up. It said, for example, if you put a slave in a hog pen and trade him to live there and incorporate him in the value um, um, of that way of life completely, the biggest problem you would have out of him is that he would worry you about the provisions to keep him in the hog pen and keep it clean. Yep. Or the same hog pen and make him um, slippery and incorporate something in his language whereby he comes to value a house more than he does his hog pen. You got a problem. He will soon be in your house. What that shit is saying is the slave mentality. Now I sound like one of them niggas. Uh, the slave mentality. <laughs> like that's the slave mentality. Yeah. We, in essence, what we're saying is we can't, we can't figure out how to fix this pig pen. It's a fucking pig. It's East Cleveland. Right. It's a and it's no. I'm not like getting whatever. Yeah, I, it's real. I love East Cleveland just like anybody else loves East Cleveland. What you speaking is real, dog. And we all got we all like, damn. How the fuck can we? You know what can we do about the shit? All we time. have yeah. to create our own house. Yes. We cannot fix the pig pen. That's what they they want us to try to fix the pig pen. Right. That's the whole, the slave mentality is. Hey, how can we? Hey, our pig pen fucked up, master. How can we? Fuck that pig pen. And they saying keep them in that mentality because because the moment they realize this pig pen is fucked up, they gonna want your house. Exactly. And Good the points. So let's create our own house. Good points. That's absolutely People. correct. And you know what? You just made me understand that to a, on a whole other level. <laughs> like real talk. It's crazy how you said that shit. To yeah. Wrap it up but but I, thought it about, up. I thought about it. Like that's just just how it is. That's how it is. And, and that's why it goes back to me saying from the beginning as far as. Mental man. Yeah. If you change your mentality on a whole lot of shit, dude. And I give kudos to to uh, to Brainstorm real quick. This it's on the same topic as far as mental, mm-hmm. but real quick, Brainstorm can sit up and tell you how many times I'm gonna tell you what actually happened. Make sure, long story short, mm-hmm. I was feeling some type of way about a situation. I wound up talking to Brainstorm. Brainstorm cut me off and said, "Nigga, I ain't with the bullshit. I'm thinking all positive. 
He ain't get gangster like that with me. I'm trying to figure he, out when this I was. I the bullshit but, you hoe. You forgot the hoe ass nigga, bitch. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> but the reality, right. But the reality no, no, is, good, good. he told me, and see, when a person speaks to you and says something, you know whether they plan or yeah, they're serious. Yeah, yeah. Brainstorm was serious with me. Mm. And he, because I, I was talking about a subject which I'm not going to even bring up. Yeah, we, we kind of know where I'm going. But the reality is, he wouldn't let me talk about it. I was frustrated, but he was like, "You know what? All positive vibes, Playboy." And I've adopted that mentality since then. You know what? I'm human, so things ain't gonna necessarily go 100 because it's life. But guess what? My mental approach to things is completely different. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look at the I'm gonna look at the positive and everything now. Yeah. And that's just what it is. Well. Thank y'all for putting a bow on that part of the show. Yeah, man. man. Um, I appreciate y'all for for talking about it. We appreciate the the home girl that that was talking about it a couple weeks ago, and you know, and then that that led to us talking about it on the mm-hmm. show again. We always some of the time go talk about the topics that y'all give mm-hmm. to us to talk about, you know, yeah, no whatever. Doubt. But um, so that we don't get out of here on such a heavy note. And yo, real quick, the people in the feed. Thank y'all for allowing us to talk about something a little bit heavier. Thank you for letting mm-hmm. us have the space to, to actually yeah. talk about something a little bit more. We got to, man. Than just the always talking about the funniest shit mm-hmm. and everything like that or whatever. You know, so thank y'all for letting us have that space or whatever. Yeah. Um, one last thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who was giving people the culinary rights mm-hmm. to just cook and sell shit on Instagram online? <laughs> Like I just the I culinary to, rights. I need to know this. I saw something when I woke up this morning today. And you know how we do, we pick up the phone, we yeah. go through the scrolls or whatever. I follow this one, you know, you can follow hashtags. There's only two people I fuck with online that sell, but go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. You know, you can follow hashtags on Instagram. Um, so I follow this one called it's it's hashtag you gotta eat this. And I like it because you see food from different parts, not even just the country, you see food from different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I see this morning is in this hashtag, it's an Alfredo dish. Mm-hmm. It's love from Alfredo. a place in New York. I love Alfredo. Like, I, mm-hmm. I like Alfredo. I actually love Alfredo myself. Yeah, I, I would, I, you know, now that you say that, pause. Uh-huh. You know, I always wanted to tell you I didn't appreciate that one time that you had Alfredo and chicken. I asked if you and that nigga was some. that nigga just came up here like y'all niggas want some. That's ah! Alfredo. <laughs> It's a way to ask if you want some, not while no, you're eating it. It makes you no, feel bad. let me tell you why. This is what happened that day. It's like, you want some? You want, this this, is, this is what happened that day. Y'all was late as usual. And I'm like, yo, I got to eat. My blood sugar is low. Nigga, oh, I got to eat. Shit. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what happened that day. The, that shit looked delicious, though. And I, I was sitting at the table, and I'm like, look, and I, I look, I ain't going to lie. I sat right here at the, at the table, ate in front of both of y'all niggas. Right in that seat. <laughs> I didn't no, care. No, no, I'm sorry. It yeah, was but that's what had to face in this way. Yeah. That's crazy, um, but, but yeah, it, gets, it looked I delicious. Want something. I need, I need some food. No, nah, but yeah, food, so yeah. I, I saw this Alfredo dish. It's, it was a spot in New York. I can't think of the name of it. I have to pull it up on the phone. But um, it was Alfredo with whole ass wingdings. I saw that bullshit, mm-hmm. that fuckery. Put into the Alfredo, and the nigga was just stirring it up like, have you ever had wings in your Alfredo? No, no, nigga, nigga, nigga take the no. bones out. It was no. wingdings with bones in it. it in the real Alfredo. real live wingdings, and it was, it was, why you pronounce it? P, Penny? Pen? Penny. Penny. Penay. 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 It got a little apostrophe on it. I feel like I had to do this after I seen it. <laughs> Let me put the camera. Penay. Penay. <laughs> nigga, that's what it was. Mm. And he had real wingdings inside of the Alfredo and everything just, you know. Just like stirring it, the bitch up. Like the level was, of disrespect that y'all describing right now is through the roof. Like it was cool, nigga. Do you understand? Listen, that's like saying, <laughs> I got $500 for you. 
I'm going to stuff it in some shit. You got to go pick through it and get it out. Because at the end of the day, the nigga in me is going is gonna, to, I'm, I'm going to dive all through this Alfredo <laughs> and get these wings. I'm going to pull the flats apart. I'm going to eat these wings like I eat wings, nigga. Because I'm going to do it too. I'm going to have Alfredo sauce paws all over my hands, nigga. Because I'm eating these wings when they're supposed to be eight. Y'all got me fucked up if I'm going to eat these wings any other way right. than I normally eat them. You got me fucked up. No, that's real. Nigga, that's real. Who is giving these niggas the culinary? The only people who got culinary has. rights is, is Chef Rich and Nova the Star. There's only two people. Because they, they cook extremely well. Because yeah. you know it's a ton of people online selling food like crazy now. And I and I get some of these people I know and I know yeah. that they can cook. But yeah. if there's a hundred niggas online right now selling dinners, selling dinners right now, <sighs> only two of them niggas will probably show you a culinary degree. Yeah. Or can show you where That's the health department can show you where the health department didn't been in your kitchen, any of that shit, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you tossing whole ass wings into Alfredo, motherfucker, I'm not. Fucking I don't even. With you. I don't fuck with you because your mama. Something wrong. Something wrong with everything <laughs> coming to your whole life. <laughs> Somebody made it okay. Life. Somebody made it okay for you to put that shit in there, man. It's, it's a domino effect, nigga. Somebody said, you know what? That's Nothing. cool. You should do that. No, motherfucker, you should not do that. Nothing paused. Nobody paused. The whole kitchen didn't stop and look at you. Like, you know how the movies be? Like, what the fuck? Like, and like, I'm just, you know what? I'm just surprised nobody said, you know, nigga, you should take the chicken off the bone if you're going to fry. If you're going to, basically what you just did you is know, made that might fried have been chicken Alfredo. It's almost it's like fry them up, season them up nice or whatever. And then, like you said, pull it apart. And put, like that might have that might have been a little bit better. I don't like his yeah. mother. I don't like his brother. <laughs> I don't like his father. His, I don't like nobody in his family. Nobody loves you, bro. Guess what? Nobody told you that wasn't All good. them niggas got Alfredo on their fingers. Oh, like you just yeah, all of them. So they, you know who They do is. love them. They do love them. They just pick through the Alfredo to get the wings. <laughs> Maybe the nigga make good wings. I right. don't know. You know what I'm saying? Niggas can't resist. They take them it however wings, they come. Them wings are are not the same once you toss them into a thing of Alfredo. I don't care what nobody say. It's not It's not the same. Yeah, that's not even the... You right. You can't have garlic parmesan wings in Alfredo. No. Not no. a parmesan wings. No, nah, no. Nah. And that's... And I, well, and, you could put some garlic... Oh, no. It's Alfredo nah, wings. Nope, 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 right. nope, 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 that, nope. That, that leads me to one point where tomorrow... I forgot I got to go in the office tomorrow. We got our uh, our monthly department meeting, and then afterwards it's supposed to be a um, a potluck. And I was telling Playboy earlier. What you I'm taking? Like, what you got to take? Cranberry take, sauce or some shit? See, I'm not taking shit because I'm not eating they shit. Oh, oh man. See, I'm glad we're on YouTube right now. Hold on. Army nigga at work. Hold, hold on. on. The only nigga ain't bring nothing to the potluck. Hold on. All these I'm, I'm going to tell you. Pot. As as y'all look at the crispy, <laughs> if y'all wondered who cut brainstorm here, that was me. Nigga, the lineup is good. Uh, Ain't nobody benefit yeah, my you. lineup. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate. No, that. I appreciate I it. I would like to say this real quick. This I was in the middle of cutting brainstorm here, and this nigga said to me, "Nigga, I ain't eating shit. No motherfuckers a little too friendly with their pets." <laughs> You know what? I'm a little ornery. I still participate in potlucks at work. This nigga mo take it to a whole nother level. Fuck all of that. Yeah. What did I tell you, Playboy? I said, you know what? I said, you know what? I don't even really talk to a lot of them all like that. I'm just supposed to eat your food now? Right. Like, bro, nah, I'm cool, man. I'm I'm good. I just won't eat. See, I thought about trying to get out of the meeting tomorrow. I thought about just leaving or whatever. But it's like, I don't know how to get out of it. And I waited too late. And then the weekend came. Um, so I don't even know how to get out of it now. So I just yeah. gotta be there. See, I, <laughs> it's a small clique of people I roll with 
in my department. Right. And I know they ain't going to eat too much, so I ain't going to look too bad. Or what? I know them, so I won't be like the only person sticking out like a sore thumb. But no, I'm not oh, fucking with you. I'm not fucking with your food. If we sitting in the office and I hear you talking constantly about your dog... Fido or whatever the fuck his name is and how much he's doing this and whatever. I know you ain't washing your hands after you petting Pi- Fido and all this other shit or whatever. Piper. Fido is fucking he you used to him as a taste tester. <laughs> fuck all that shit. I'm done. Taste is real quick. Yeah, I'm done. If he don't bark, he tastes good. No, I'm good, man. I'm cool. I, I'm not fucking with the pot. Nigga, you, you know what you should do? You should just straight go in there with some some motherfucking uh what's it called? Um sweet potato pie. It's some motherfucking Fagos, nigga, and just <laughs> take their mentality. Nah, shit. fuck all that, man. Fuck mm-hmm. with they mind real quick and start selling it on Instagram. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> real nah. talk. Well, I'm I'm happy for you, Dev, that you take part in the. Um, I do, man. And and, and the potlucks at work. I'm not I'm not fucking with them. Uh, I, and again, I'm glad we're on YouTube because I can say that with a lot more confidence because I know y'all ain't gonna ever see this on YouTube. I'm not eating y'all fucking food. <laughs> Um, it's somebody named Nancy in there right now. Like I fucking see you, Mark. <laughs> she gonna give you a dirty look. You know she ain't gonna really approach you tomorrow, right? She probably is gonna put it on a plate and bring it to mm-hmm. me. Like, mm-hmm. Here, try this. Here's the plate. She say something real slick. Like your friends ate a lot more than you thought. Like, what the fuck you mean? <laughs> your small click ate sit a, more. Sit a plate Come in front on of in, me guys. You fix, you got, fix yourselves a plate. Nah. Uh, brainstorm. We know you already don't want any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shit to make you stop and be like, bitch, you listening? Like? Sit and play in front of me if you want to. I'm going to have right. a spasm and knock this shit on the floor. Oh, it's just go well, you don't know what the people doing in the back of the restaurant. They could be back there picking their nose. And I used to work at a restaurant. So, do you want, I, look, our spot wasn't terrible. I didn't see pe- people picking their nose. I keep saying that all the time. But I know that working in a restaurant, you know, being a bartender, so I know that it's just human re- nature to do a lot of shit that happens and whatever. Right. Nah. Uh, Nancy, saying, <laughs> Nancy never never did like you Johnson boys. Hey, it, it's the Johnson come boys. The Johnson boys. It's right. the Johnson boys about to sign off. Remember again, this Saturday coming up, we'll be down at Chicago Chicken and Waffles downtown. Yes, Cleveland, sir. Um, twelve to end of the game. Uh, if you want to chat, you Michigan. go on. If you feel like saying it, go ahead and and put a uh, I don't know, I don't know, O H in there. there. Yeah, put something in there. Yeah, but uh, right. Like I said, come kick it with us. Just come have a meal with us real quick. Um, have a couple drinks, and um, you know it should be a good time. So we hope to see y'all out there this Saturday, Chicago Chicken and Waffles at noon downtown. So (laughs) she said, he said, Nancy ain't gonna say shit. She's gonna be like the number four the letter U and slide your plate on the table, nigga. <laughs> you better eat this shit. <laughs> uh, what, what, what's this real quick? Uh, oh man, uh, Jerry, Jerry said that um, that they don't potluck; they order food. That's the way it should be. Like our department, Moby's used, delivering that shit. Our, <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucked up? <laughs> Uh, but she's like they they so they order food. Our department used to do that all the time. They would always like kind of have something. At one point, they would kind of you know have food just come in. So I don't do the potluck thing. I'm just right. like I remember for Christmas last year we had like food that came in and then people still brought some like some side dishes or whatever. I ate the food that came from 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 the regular place. I'm not fucking with y'all shit. Yeah, like my company does a um on Christmas they do a uh that's how you end up in a cater place. <laughs> Sunken place. My company do a catered. That's the way it should thing. be. Yeah. I mean, I I look. I I get a potluck. That's like an a. I guess an American tradition. Like, yeah, bro, I can is. go to y'all house or whatever. Like, we a potluck ain't a bad thing. Like, we know how to cook. Yeah. You know, we've yeah. been at events and we know everybody bring a dish. You know, anything like that. We we're good. We're good. 
You just saying white people don't cook the same. I'm not saying it's all about the whites. I'm not saying it's all about the whites. I'm just saying that um, some people are a lot more friendly with their pets than we are. And I'm not with it. It's not all about the whites. So anyway. Shit, you, I'm about to say something real fine, but I ain't going to even say it. No, we're not doing it. We no, not we're doing not going to do it today. We're not doing it tomorrow. If I'm not here on a podcast on Sunday... If I'm not at the event on Saturday, that means, you ate that shit yesterday. That that tomorrow. Shit. <laughs> I ate that shit tomorrow. What happened to Braves? It's a shame what they did to Braves. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, man, we're going to wrap right. this shit up, man. Playboy, let them know where they can find you. Give them all your shit. <laughs> oh, man. At the end of the day, it's Playboy the DJ, man. Playboy D A D J. You can find me on Instagram, Playboy underscore James3. You can find me on Facebook under my government. If you know me, then you know me. Mr. You can Johnson. find me, <laughs> Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson, yeah. And then you can find me on uh, Twitter, man. Playboy underscore DA underscore DJ, man. I'm out this boy. Right, right, right. Dev, let them know where they can find you. Yeah, real big Dev 216, man. Say it every week, man. I really, really, really mean it. If anybody told you recently, for real, man, I love you. For tuning in, listening, rocking with us, being yourself, man, I love you, man. If you don't mm-hmm. love me back, it's cool. What am I going to do, man? It's the real Big Dev 216 everywhere. Everywhere. Dude. Everywhere. Yes. Uh, <laughs> MTV said, uh, Nancy damn sure pressed thumbs down on this shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is what it is. We don't talk to the whites anymore. Well, I've done this. Oh, shit. I'm going to we're gonna have to edit that part out. Right. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. Uh, all right. He man. said, edit the whites. He said, he'll fuck with the whites. I'm going to keep saying it the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> They gonna bring that up. They gonna be about to give us a deal or something somewhere. They gonna be like, uh, I think one of your co-hosts doesn't. He doesn't he fuck, has to with, fuck the, with the whites. The whites. <laughs> it's gonna be in the damn meeting tomorrow. It's gonna be on the on, on the slide in, in the PowerPoint tomorrow in the meeting. Um, so one of our members doesn't fuck with the whites. <laughs> they gonna pause. They gonna pause. They gonna pause the, uh, the, the, the goddamn shit and be like, It's gonna be me like this. In, in, other, <laughs> in other business, <laughs> we got some. We need to address real quick. He don't want to eat our food, and he don't fuck with us. Right. Let's get him. The last message I just saw is April said, in all caps, my gift card. April, we are about to email you this gift card. No, the hell you went. We ain't. Did you just see my money in the pocket? I took it. (laughs) (laughs) No, we going to email it to you. All right. So it's coming. We got you. Yeah, it's it's coming. We got you. We're sorry about that, Um, but we got you. All right, I am DJ Brainstorm. Um, remember, email the show, dmst16 at yahoo.com. Feedback, questions, um, things you want us to discuss on the show. If you follow us on Apple Podcasts, remember to leave us a, I haven't said this in a while, leave us a review. Um, I don't think it's, we had a review in a while. So if you follow us there, if you listen to the show there throughout the week, go ahead and leave us a review. Other than that, you also can find us on SoundCloud. Um, leave us messages on there, um, the Stitcher app and the TuneIn Radio app. Um, again, this Saturday, Chicago Chicken and Waffles starting at noon. We'll be downtown. Come kick it with us. I am DJ Brainstorm. You can find me on all social media, DJ Brainstorm for you. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the yetter. You, you can free your mind. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, I was going to leave it straight for you this week. Oh, man. shit. <laughs> all right, y'all. We out of here, Peace. y'all. Peace, y'all. Peace.